how much do you and the coaching staff kind of know what the two deep's going to look like when you enter fall camp? And how much is there room for guys to, to jump up and maybe surprise you? We kind of have an idea because the um, we had spring ball. The issue is um, when you're putting in the new guys, guys that are coming in for the new time into the program, give them a, bear, a fair shot and then kind of looking at what you, you know, you start you start moving. There's pieces that can be, be moved around and there's guys that have to compete for their starting spots. So that's kind of what it is. I, I like to think, um, I told the team that, you know, we feel like we have more than 11 starters on each side of the ball. And uh, if we can get 123 of them, that'd be great. But right now um, we're trying to get as many as possible and, and seeing uh, what type of packages and personnel groups we can put together. Watching you watch your offense, yeah, I, I feel good with, with the offense. I feel good with the progress that they're, make, that they're making their day to day. And obviously, um, you know, we're taking advantage of all the time we have on the field. But been pleased with the way the coaches are working with the players and the leadership that I'm seeing from the team. So uh, I think I think they're doing doing exactly what we, we expect them to do right now. Well, you talked uh, so last year. Has had a relatively healthy season overall in terms of personnel, but. Previous to that, you've had injuries in Mark. Most of the seasons you had to the, to that point. Do you feel like you need to point back to that in terms of you were saying with having more than eleven starters? Is, hey, you guys need to be ready in case we do lose X, Y, or Z. Yeah, and I think last year that we had those opportunities where we we had some games under control and had guys uh, giving guys the opportunity to be on the field in, in game reps. You know, so uh, that's a, the key is to try to get them all ready to play and. Um, you obviously don't want any injuries to happen, and so I think uh, we have to do our best as coaches and looking at the, you know, the pitch count for the quarterbacks, how many how, how many uh, plays they can actually uh, sling the ball, and trying to make sure that we're protecting them, but also making sure our guys are in the best shape of their lives and then the, that they're in the position where they can fatigue won't won't be a factor in their, their injuries. So the game's physical enough where injuries can happen, but. I think we've got to do our part to try to find ways to keep them healthy. But um, that you say that, and then you want to be aggressive and be practice tackling things like that. But uh, you know, I think there's ways around it, and I think we have a really innovative coaching staff that can figure out ways to break down um, certain type of movements where we can uh, keep our players healthy. And, and when, but when there's time to take advantage of the 100% reps, we'll do that. How much live work do you anticipate doing? Enough. Yeah. I mean that's. I don't know how many. Uh, there's there's enough guys out there that that have played enough plays that I don't know if they need to see a full game's worth of it. But th there's going to be times that we're going to need to see guys go live. Um, how much is all depends on on the experience of what we've seen so far in in the first part of camp. Even though you're still early in camp, <coughs> do you feel on schedule in terms of how you like things to look right now? Yeah, I, I really do. I, I feel good with the install. There's been a lot of effort going into. Um, when to do things, how, how, how to do our practices, the, the type of intensity that we're going to have, the tempo. And so um, I feel really good about the, the connection that we have with our players and then also with our training room, with our, with our um, weight room. So uh, I think we're in a, in a good spot right now. I mean, it's only practice number four today, so uh, we'll, ju we'll just take advantage of all of them before we get to that game in Vegas. How are Coach Funk and Coach Clinton? Great. Yeah, those guys are... are uh, you know, they're, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. They've been in a lot of different places, have tons of experience. And the part I like the most is that I see the connection that they have 
with their players. They do a great job communicating to them uh, the standard that they have, and uh, it's it's been been nice to see from the linebacking room and also from the O line. What are the best attributes of the three quarterbacks vying to start them? Win, score points, and win. That's that's what it is. I mean, I, I don't know if we need to break it down other than we have the best leader out there that can put us in a position to, to score as many points as we can, um, and that's going to be the bottom line. You've been a lot of running backs on this roster. You had your top two coming back this year. We have the Hinkley Rapati, you got Jackson McChesney coming back off injury. How do you feel like you're going to be able to balance reps, or will you balance reps? Let's give the guys like Tyler. We'll see. I mean, if, if our biggest problem with the running back room and other position groups is that how are we going to get enough reps for all of them? Then that's a great problem to have, and so we'll we'll figure it out. I, I know that they're all great teammates, and you watch them the way they work together. They're competing for for reps, obviously, and for carries and for game time. But uh, they're really close friends. Those guys all love each other, and, and they're following the leadership that you're seeing from Tyler and from Lopini. So um, it'd be nice to have that that problem in every position group. Have there been any season-ending injuries in camp so far? No, not yet. So Hopefully we don't see it. So. You're just trying to jinx us, jinx us on that. But these other position group battles, what are you most looking at in terms of practices to determine who's winning these spots and getting these reps? Um, probably so much going into it rather than just I, – I don't know if I can explain it in, in a quick 30-second segment other than we want our guys to be as the best that we can. And I don't know uh, if, if it's a, a certain – you know, checklist that we have other than we're going to play the best and if they both happen to be really, really good, we'll find a role for both of them. So have you decided when your first scrimmage will be or have you had it yet? Um, we'll do probably do some, we can't do live stuff yet, but we'll probably look at some live stuff when you guys aren't able to watch it. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I, I think we'd like to see some live work um, probably towards the, the end of this week. What's been the response to I just like that they can charge their phones um, <laughs> while uh, their lockers are closed and secure. That's about it. I, I'm sick of seeing extension cords and stuff like that out there. So uh, that's it's a simple it's a simple fix for me. I I, I mean I, it, I, the guys appreciate um, everything that went into getting them that locker room uh, and then. I, I just like seeing them happy, but you know, it's 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 a locker room. It'd be just fine. It, it it's the th oh, well the other part I like is that the smell. They have this this uh this system in it that can take the smell out of the locker room. So yeah, maybe I am really happy about that. So. <laughs> if we could figure that out for the smoke outside, so we can go practice outside, that'd be nice. So we could get just start. I don't know. Let's pray for a windstorm to take all the smoke out. Yes. Jared Kazisi is one of those guys that came back for an additional year. So, boys. Jared Kazisi is one of those guys that came back for an additional year. What can he and the others like add to the team with that experience? Yeah, I mean, he's been around. He's been in the program for a long time. So him and Lopar are the two that come to mind that that are, you know, that can help us with our culture, especially teaching the younger guys. I think we've recruited and brought in some really good kids that, Fit, fit our system really well, but it's just having more of those guys that can kind of echo what the coaches and what the, the leaders are saying. Uh, that's, a, that's a big factor in it. Having those guys back is, is huge, especially when everyone else is returning. 
a lot of their guys, it's good to have some of those guys that have been through it and been through a lot of football and a lot of games with us here at BYU. When you're choosing a starting quarterback, how much does kind of leadership off the field, kind of a guy that can rally the troops, how, how much does that play into your decision? Well, all three of those guys can do that, so okay. I don't. I don't know if one's better than the other. I'm just I'm glad that that uh, we have this problem with uh, three guys that can play, and then and I'm seeing some really good things from the other guys as well. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, right now because all three of those guys handle that stuff really well, it's it's what I want to see on the field and what I want to see in the in the, uh, in the meeting rooms and and seeing how they kind of connect with with a rod. That's going to be that's going to be the the key that separates one from the other. Preston Hadley that make you feel, I don't know if comfortable is the right word, but feel good or interested in, in having him coach a different position group on the defense? Yeah, because he's willing to learn. Uh, I've, our our culture is about love and learn, and he's he's a good example of that. And he loves the players. Um, he's willing to learn. It's, it's it's nice to have someone that knows your system in the, in the back end that you can. And we do a lot of stuff with our ends as far as um, dropping coverage and, and, and a lot of different packages that we bring in. So... Um, having someone that has that knowledge of being in the back end and, and knowing what the coverage is, uh, it, it allows the players a little bit more opportunity to learn more about the game. And so that's the key. I think sometimes the D linemen get focused on what they only do and don't understand what happens in the, in the back end. And Preston brings that, and he's got a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience in, in his playing and coaching ta- coaching days. So, so I think I think giving him a, a clean slate and learning a, a different position. Two things allows um, E to just teach him what he wants, and then it allows us to have a, a different mind, a different perspective, being in the room. Kalani, in your experience, have you ever been in a camp where a player who was maybe a little lower down the depth chart is so good in camp that he actually maybe takes a spot that maybe people didn't think he would? Yeah, I mean I, that that happens. You know, um, I, I see a lot of those examples of that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that that um, you can see. Uh, whether it's um, opportunities because of injury or or because they start to really the 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 light goes on for them and they just figure it out and the game becomes a lot easier for them. Um, we're trying to have those moments for all those guys and then we'll see. But I I have to be open and our coaches have to be open to the fact that anybody can earn the spot and make a lot of improvement in the time that we've given them and now it's this this month going into the game.